Welcome to the Exchange Podcast. I am your host, Floyd Boykin Jr. And I'm your co-host, Tarina Roberts. Welcome, y'all. I know it's been a little while. We took a break, a vacation of the month of June. And now we're back in July coming with more podcasts. And so it's been, how you been, Tarina? How you been? I have been well. It's It's been a good summer so far, a busy summer. I'm like, super super busy being um the the kid uber that's like my life right now uh, that's what you're not the kid whisperer but the uber person uh, yeah i'm the <laughs> uber person <laughs> baby if they were paying me for all this backing and forthing that i'm doing for them i might be able to quit my job wow that's that's pretty <laughs> deep that's pretty deep well you sound good though you don't sound like they them you know t- taking all your energy yeah. No, 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 and it's it's for some good stuff. So you know, I'm 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 proud of both Taylor and Miles. So it's all good. You know, comes with the territory of being a mom. Well, that's cool, and I know you're an awesome mom, awesome person, awesome friend, awesome co-host. Thank you. How have you been? How's life treating you? I've been doing pretty well. You know, uh, for the most part. I mean, we've had some ups and downs. You know, uh, but overall, I'm doing amazing. And uh, that's how, that's my story I'm sticking with. <laughs> hey, and we gonna go with it. <laughs> your truth is your truth. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, so, so I wanted, I'm glad we were meeting today. You know, we wanted to have a, 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 a more of a fun conversation. Um, and it's based upon conversations that I've had over the years um, of, in, in reference to meeting women and they find out that I can cook. So <laughs> what we wanted to talk about today are women who are intimidated by men who possibly cook better than they do. Now that's a long title, but that's what it is. Women who are intimidated by men who possibly cook better than they do. <laughs> right, they, they don't know for certain, but you know, by the looks of things, you know, it's like, I don't know if I want to uh, venture down this road. Correct. It's it's mm-hmm. always been an issue for me, actually. I mean, you have, like, whenever you meet, I mean, since I've, I've been divorced, uh, I've actually, I, I believe I've elevated my food because I get the opportunity to, to try things I wasn't really able to try while I was married because mm-hmm. you know, she had allergies and different stuff like that. And, you know, so, you, you know, I had to forfeit certain things you know but mm-hmm. since then i've been able to really try different stuff eat the opium food trying different mexican foods and all these spices and stuff i i definitely do not have the spice rack of the average black man in, in america uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of fun so but the problem i've had like like when i got married she it, it didn't intimidate her I've, I've been married once and i was engaged to someone prior to her and in both situations they were not intimidated by the way i cook you know okay. in fact they welcomed it they was like ooh, food you know uh, mm-hmm. but and they still both even though like my, my ex-wife didn't particularly like cooking she was a very good cook and so she did you know she did cook she preferred that I did I cook, but she still 
made the effort and cook. My ex fiance was the same way, you know, where she could really cook um, very well, but she was more of a baker than okay. than a, a, a entree maker. Where I was more, I'm more of an entree, and I couldn't really do the baking thing. So we compromised and we, you know, worked together in the kitchen. Which I think, from my experiences, that's how it should be, you know. Yeah. Uh, now, in the dating world, or when you start meeting people, and you know, I'm a food poster. Mm-hmm. So I have food page on Instagram. Y'all can check it out, Floyd's Food Vision on Instagram. Y'all want to check out what I'm talking about. And uh, so I love plating food. I love the presentation of food. Of course, I love the flavor and the taste of food. And I do mostly Asian, Mexican, Italian, and Ethiopian foods, which is, like I said, not the average uh, right. category for most black men or probably black people in America, but that's, right. that's what I do. Um, and now what I've experienced, though, when women find that out, and it's not all women, but it's enough for me to want to talk about it, <laughs> where, <laughs> right. where they see my food, and I've been told before, I will never cook for you. You're mm. not judging me. Mm. And yeah. that, that, like, oh, uh, you know, you, <laughs> you hear that, and you're like, really? You know, it's like, man. And so, you know, I wanted to talk with you about this kind of conversation because, you know, you being a woman, you mm-hmm. can definitely give the perspective of where they could be coming from and possibly why they shouldn't be coming from that angle. Right. Okay. So, you know, I'm I'm a storyteller. So I mm-hmm. have a story. I have a real life uh, testimony here about being in that very predicament with the man who knows how to cook and knows what, how he likes his food to taste. Okay. So prior to this relationship, my, you know, I could cook, but um, my culinary skills were very basic. My mother did not cook a whole lot of, you know, uh, different dishes. They were staples, your spaghetti and macaroni and cheese and, you know, fried chicken, baked chicken, meat loaf cube steak you know that those kinds of meals so that's what I grew up watching her cook so those were the kind of dishes that I knew how to cook and you know started my kids out eating you know those meals get into this relationship and he eats steak never cooked a steak in my life because I wasn't into meat like that my mother didn't cook steak you know, beef came in uh, the form, like I said, of either burgers or meatloaf or a roast and cube steak. That that was my introduction to entrees with beef. Never made steak. Then he was also into seafood. So you talking about crab legs, shrimp, scallops, all of these things that I never really ate shrimp if it came fried and generally you know maybe at a restaurant or um the 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 pre-fried that you like put in the in the oven like fish sticks Mm -hmm. that was that was as good as it got with me when it came to shrimp specifically and then with fish you're talking about you know whiting jack that's it so I remember um, one of the first things that he made me 
was a salad, a simple chicken. It it put uh, who is that with that strawberry filled salad? Uh, Panera. It put that salad to shame. I had mm. never seen any anything so beautiful in a bowl made by an individual. Oh wow! Exactly. So I'm you know I'm super impressed with like oh my god look at what he did with this salad and then there was salmon. I don't know that I had had salmon prior to him. So he, you know, and he has all these spices and things that I hadn't really, you know, seen. Laurie's garlic powder, pepper, again, basic. So as he's making these meals for me, it was very intimidating to think about cooking for him because his palate was already more elevated than mine. Mm. Okay. As a woman, you're raised. What 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 do they tell us um, is the way to a man's heart through his stomach? Mm-hmm. So, if you have this notion that the way that I'm getting ready to you know win this man over is through cooking for him, making meals, and he cooks. Maybe not necessarily better than you, but his 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 food is nothing that you've ever made before. Then you don't you don't know where that space is for you to pour into, and it becomes an intimidating kind of thing. So one day he had asked me to make something, and I was like, "No, you go ahead." And it became a whole um, kind of thing because to him he thought that. I was just sitting back and 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 waiting for him to always cook for me. And it really wasn't that. I was absorbing and observing how he cooked to try to say, okay, I see he's using this and I see he's using that. So when the opportunity, when I felt confident enough to try to cook for him, I would know what I was doing. So I completely understand why a woman would be scrolling through your Facebook page, you know, because she's trying to, oh, I, I like Floyd. Let me see what he got going on. And then she's seeing all these food pictures and it's like, is he a chef? No, he's not a chef. Because see, if you're a chef, that's something different. I'm not supposed to be able to cook better than you if, if you're a chef. You've gone to school, you get paid for, you know, it makes sense. So I'm going into it like, yeah, I can't wait for him to cook for me. But if you're just, you know, this man out here taking care of his own and you're cooking like, you know, what is it? Uh, a a five star Michelin meal. It's like, well, wait a minute. How do I compete with that? So I get it. I get it. And see. <laughs> so, so I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand how come you don't get it. I don't get it because I know people who like, um, oh, you cook, that's cool, you know. Um, I like, you know, maybe we can cook together one day, or maybe you can show me some things. You know, those are better responses than I will never cook for you. So the response 
to that by just seeing the, the, the picture thing, you've already said, hey, I'm not even going to do that. You know, you've given up. You haven't even put forth one effort where you could you could be like the amazing breakfast maker, you know, uh, pancake waffle, <laughs> crepe maker. You, could, you know, it could be something I'm not doing. Because, that's you know, true. You know, that's what I'm saying is that I cook very specific meals and cuisine. So I'm making Asian. You're going to see that more than anything. Mexican, Italian, and Ethiopian. Those are not the only four uh, <laughs> categories of cuisines out there that, that's true. in the world. So if I'm making certain foods and you say you make soul food, let's say you're a soul food person or maybe you like uh, you know, certain like Nigerian food or you know, just something else that other than or the norm. Or maybe you're very basic with what you do, but the basic stuff that you make, you throw down with it. You know, mm-hmm. people love my fried chicken. They love my mac and cheese. You know, my green beans are the bomb. Whatever. Then that's what you made. You're not trying to duplicate or compete with me. You shouldn't be doing that. You should be like, okay, he makes this and that. Well, I can't wait till he tastes my fried chicken. Or I can't wait till he make the, you know, taste the salmon that I make. You know, uh, what I'm not going to do is, you know, I'm not going to compete with my lady. You know what I'm saying? That's not what we do. We're going to either cook together. I'm going to show you some things. Maybe you can show me some things. That's the kind of stuff that I would be looking for. But if I meet somebody and we're talking and you already throw in a towel uh, before having a conversation, before tasting anything, that's a major turnoff for me. Well, yeah. I mean, what if, what if in saying that, because you know, we all say things as an expression in 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 a way of um, kind of telling on ourselves without telling on ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. so to say I'm never cooking for you sounds a whole lot better than, oh my God, I think my food would just be shit compared to yours. It's, mm-hmm. it's different than that. So if it's somebody that you really are into, you know, you got to gas her up and, and help her understand that you're not looking for anybody to necessarily cook for you. You're looking for somebody to cook with you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it kind of softens the whole idea of, you know, walking into th- this not this uncharted waters that you already know that you can't swim in. You know, you got to make them feel, you know, give them the confidence that they don't, that they're not showing that they have. With the problem, and not with what you said, but the problem with what uh, the the uh, absolute I won't cook for you, there is a pattern that follows that. So as you continue speaking and you continue talking to this person, you start hearing a lot, and I start hearing a lot of these I'm not going to statements huh. doing this I'm in there and that be, that shows me that you're not really an open minded person you know oh, if, if, if you're closing shutting down everything that pattern you know the food is just the first thing now I'm noticed I'm, I'm, I'm by my ears to the phone you know and you know because you're like no I'm not doing it I'm just not doing it you're not gonna mm-hmm. shame me you know and you know of course I'm not gonna just like be like okay well you know it was nice talking to you have a good night you know we're gonna continue to have a conversation but I just start noticing a pattern from that mm-hmm. that they're very like I'm not doing this I'm not doing that you know, blah 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 where you know of course if it was the other way around you know men ain't gonna do that men be like oh you cook oh no nice you know just well, give me the grill I'm gonna hook it up because that's not men, how right yeah because you men in general are looking for somebody to take care of them anyway especially in that area you all would never 
uh, back down from the idea that somebody is getting ready to do something for you. Yeah, so, you know, that... I, I wonder how close... I wonder how true that is today in reference to the, the cooking aspect because I know more, way more men that cook now than back like when I was in my, my, my late 20s, early 30s. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, so I'm, I would be curious to know with um, with women, how often do they meet men who cook very well or cook decent, you know? Um, because, because if they cook decent, that's cool, you know, because then, like I said, you're going to bounce back and forth. He may want your cooking more, of course. Mm-hmm. That would make sense, you know? But, like, one of my boys, uh, I'll, I'll call his name out, uh, Barry Neal, um, he was one of the first um, males that I knew that could throw down cooking. But we used to have events over his apartment or whatever. People, you know, bring over some stuff. But he he pretty much catered most of the food. Uh, but the food was amazing. So it was real cool seeing his brother throwing down. Now, my grandfather was a cook as well. I mean, he he did most of the cooking. And I didn't get a chance to really experience his food like that on this mm-hmm. on my father's side. But I was told that I apparently take I take after my grandfather with that because he loved cooking, and my grandfather actually died uh, doing what he loved, which was cooking. He was cooking lima beans. When really? He, uh, yeah, and it was like, man, you know. But they they say that I got that passion of food from my grandfather, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when I meet someone who appears to be pretty open minded, you know. It, the, the response to that that just talking about cooking it just opens it up a little differently like like I said if someone said oh no man that's cool maybe you can show me how to make a couple of things because I, I love Asian food I would love to learn how to make such and such that to me that's a really cool statement or a cool approach to something as opposed to uh, approaching it with fear or intimidation or this and that you know so the flow of the conversation just go differently and you know and when they approach it in that fashion, I also notice that they're a lot more open-minded and open to things, you know, in other categories when you're talking to. Just a theory or, or, or stats from people I've met, you know, but I really would love to have that conversation with some other men who, who cook and see if they've experienced that, you know. Now, some women just say, I can't cook, bam, you got it. You know, if, <laughs> if they can't cook, there's no argument anyway. You know, they right. can't cook, you know, so, right. you know, you be, and that's not even a deal breaker. If you can't cook, that's not a deal breaker, you know? Well, that, hey, Floyd, I'm I'm sure uh, there are probably quite a few women listening that are glad to know that. <laughs> 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 They're like, yes, okay, I got a chance. And for those who, um, to your point, you know, when they're like, I'm never doing that. And then, you know, throughout the conversation, you know, there are all of these other things that they're not going to do. Then that is telling of that woman's maturity level, her confidence level, you know, um, just just her self-identity where she how she sees herself in the world and yeah and it's probably a red flag that you should be like okay well it was nice talking to you maybe not in 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 the midst of the conversation but afterwards it's like you know you you're probably going to be more work 
in in trying to get you to be a partner in this relationship because Mm -hmm. you know to say what it is i'm not going to do that's really not language that somebody who wants to be in a relationship and be a partner and build together would use now i would say saving a grace type of statement would be if someone initially said well man i don't know if i would cook for you because you know you could this way this way and then Ooh. i and i go on and i talk about you know where you know it's not a competition you know uh you're not required to cut this way just because i cut this way don't mean you have to cut this way and then you know if they're like well now that you put it you know since you put it that way i know that's not the case maybe that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable you know something like that yep. is yep. cool that's yep. a cool conversation because like you said it, it's it's uh, it's understandable how you could be intimidated by someone who's who's a, a, a who plays like I may play or or better than I play or any of that similar thing because you know like when you make food you're not gonna just slop it on a plate but it might be like you know here's spaghetti's right here it's green beans here, you know here's chicken whatever you know <laughs> it's on the right. plate it's neat eat you know bam and that's cool that's cool I mean, that's actually how I started off. My mom didn't teach me how to plate food, you know. She taught me how to make food. Mm, and you those know? foods are very, very different. Yeah. Yeah, you know, plating the food is what turns the food into art. Right. You know, so, yeah. Putting the food on a plate turns it into a meal a where meal. Eat. <laughs> right. <laughs> right that's just the meal you know we look we all we do that every day right turning some food into art now you know that takes some skill that not everyone has so let me ask you this um do you think or how, how do you feel about this well i don't want to make this a statement but do you think most women would prefer a man who cooks equally or better than them? I think a confident woman, yes. Because it's 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 food is its own love language. And real women like to eat. I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Real women like to eat. Yes, they do. So when we're able and we, we it, it's a it, it's a way of taking care of people as well you know so a, a plate of food there's so much love that goes into it and we uh typically have the job of doing all the you know doing the nurturing and the caretaking and and all of that so to have a man that can prepare I'm telling you, I was blown away by this salad. Like it did, that did it for me. Like, ooh, it's wow. <laughs> it was, it was a salad. <laughs> it that's was funny. Salad. But, but, but that's that's it. It was so meaningful. It was so beautiful. It just it it spoke a love language to me, and I think a lot of women appreciate that. You know, just it, I'm being catered to for you to put all of this effort into it. You know, the thought into it. You know, it's love on a plate. So absolutely, absolutely. Now we probably like having a man cook for you like every day. And I could just be speaking for me on this, like because I'm I'm 
my superpower is being a nurturer. Mm. So cooking for my family is my way of demonstrating my love for them and making sure everybody is taken care of and nourished and all of that. I see that as my job and that's my passion. So, you know, I, I really don't want anybody else in my kitchen. That's, mm. that's that's my own space. So he didn't have to do that every day. But like for Mother's Day and my birthday and, you know, sometimes when we're here um, and we don't have kids and he cooks for me and I'm able to just sit back and watch my shows and sip wine, and, you know, scroll through Facebook while he's cooking. Those are some of my happiest moments. That's cool. You know, I, I'm, I'm now that I'm just thinking about this. So I, I wonder what it would be like to date a woman who cooks on a similar level. I, I've, I've mm-hmm. haven't really done that, you know. So I've dated women, and, and like I said, was married to women that could actually cook, you know. But to have the same passion that I have with cooking. I have not dated a woman on that level. You need to go to culinary school so you can find her. Because your soul might, your soul may just may be in somebody's culinary class. I gotta pay all that money to find a soul. <laughs> Look, you can't get something for nothing now. Come on. Something I gotta take you out a loan. Pay, look, what, what, how do they say it? You get what you pay for. I gotta take out a loan for my soul. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So maybe not go all the way to culinary school. Maybe just take a couple of culinary classes. Like, you know, who is that? Schnooks used to have them. Mm-hmm. Some other restaurants. You know, where, where you're in the environment where those people you know, women who are passionate about food mm-hmm. and can cook the same level as you can. Because I, I think that that would be a relationship that, yeah, that seems hot and steamy just because of what food can do for you. You know, there there can be meals and, you know, slices of cakes and pies that you like, oh my God, this is better than, and you can fill in the blank. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is culinary orgasmic. Exactly. Orgasmically, you know, orgasmically pleasure. Exactly. You know? <laughs> you know. Exactly. You know, that's not a bad idea, though, you know, in terms of, um, you know, the whole culinary, um, the class thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a bad idea. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I remember I was watching this one thing. Um, I think it was Bobby Flay. I think, uh, hopefully, I got his name right. Chef Bobby Flay. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was cooking, and he uh, was serving one of the judges. And I had this video. I kept this video on my phone for a long time, but I can't find it. But he served uh, this, uh, it wasn't contestant, I think it might have been another chef or judge or whatever, and they were sitting there, he gave her food. The way she looked at this yeah. Bobby after he gave her that food, and you would have thought they was just, you know, told everybody to go home and just would have yep. <laughs> went at you it right then and And I said, that's the way I want people to look when they eat my food. Yes. 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 See? And you can make that happen. 
it's just so interesting because like I said when you meet someone um I think I, I, I've met more people who can cook some or cook well than not cook at all mm-hmm. but I have definitely I did go through a period where it's been like everybody I met was waiting on a meal because like they could not cook so it was like if I got I get a chance to stop going to Chick-fil-A and all these other places to get my meals and you gonna bring it to me come on you hilarious and I am not <laughs> trying to be somebody personal chef like that you know because right. then you take out the fun because right. I do like you said earlier it's a love language too you know and so if it turns into a chore or duty you know where it feels that way then it kind of takes the love and the passion out of it, you know. Yeah. And I could remember uh, uh, in being in a relationship, like, like I mentioned earlier, where like um, uh, she she would take the she would do the bacon and I would do the um, the entree, mm-hmm. and it was so cool tasting each other's food, you know. Mm-hmm. So I remember take just taking that experience and hoping <laughs> for a future experience that could you know mirror that particular portion of it you know uh because that is cool when you meet someone and you are cool in the kitchen together i mean i must say that i do like being in the kitchen by myself i'm kind of like you are very um um protective of Uh, my cooking space you know but if there's a companion that i guess i have that 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 we on the same page yeah, I love to be in that same same cooking area with them. We know how to we know how to communicate and work together in that space. I'm 100 percent down for that. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's just man, it's, it's not very hopeful out there right now in terms of uh, <laughs> <laughs> people that meet and uh, and just like just talking and, and you know it's not always just a conversation with someone that is a possible dating thing. It's just a, a you know I, I have a lot of uh, people that I talk to. And we have these kind of conversations mm-hmm. and the food always come up because, you know, it's something I'm passionate about. So I always, most of my friends already know I cook. So when we talk about food, that kind of, that, that comes up like, man, I don't, shoot, I don't know if I could cook for you because of this and that or, you know, or I, they don't want to, they think they're going to get judged. They think that um, I'm going to compare their cooking to my food. Now, I won't do their food like that. And I'm not going to offer uh, um, uh, suggestions on their cooking. This is what they've been cooking. The guru on all food. So I'm not going to do that, you know. Um, now, if you ask me a question about something or say like we're doing plate, since plating is something I, I'm really digging. Um, and if someone's showing me what they plated it and they want my opinion, I will give them a pro and con if there's a con. Okay. You know, maybe you know uh, the zucchini could be a little smaller or something. You know, or it could you can julienne be a julienne cut. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, something like that. But other than that, you know, I would be you know like that if you were asking me that. But if you're not asking me that. You just you know, hey, hey, baby, some food. I'm like, pull up that plate, throw on some music, light a candle, let's eat. Right. You know, and that's right. that's it. I was gonna ask if you were you know critical of. Um, of just the things that you eat, period. Like if you go out to a, a restaurant and you're eating, and you know you're you're uh, pretty well versed with seasonings and you know the the, the mixings of uh, flavors to create um, 
a flavor of its of its own to make things more, you know, robust. You know, you were adding white wine, this, that, and other. So when you are in a restaurant, you sit down and you eat something that you prepare at home. Are you critical of it? Uh, yes. Yes. Um, I am. Um, and I think what I try to do is not to order food that I make at home so that I won't be that way. You yes. know? So if I go to like, you know, uh, I go to a lot of Thai, Thai restaurants, Simply Thai, Thai Nivas, and I don't mind buying their food in comparison to, because I do make some Thai dishes, but their food usually tastes better than mine. You know, so I can go and get that, and I'm like, cool. You know, now maybe I can do this, and I kind of use it as a testing grounds to a, to a degree to try to elevate my cooking so that it can be close to um, what I'm getting at the restaurant. You know, like I make a, 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 a Thai spicy um, basil stir fry, and in my opinion, that particular dish is uh, comparable to what I would get at the Thai restaurant. You know. Okay. But I still will buy it at the Thai restaurant, you know, because like Simply Thai, their food, I love their food. So I'm just going to eat their food regardless if I can make it or not. I don't feel like cooking it. I'm going there to get it, <laughs> you know. Simply Thai down on Lindbergh? Yep. yep. Okay. Because I was going to ask what your favorite Thai restaurant is, you know, so, so that the people, you know, who maybe haven't had um, these sorts of cuisines before, you know, if they're interested in, in branching out a little and being a little adventurous with food so that, you know, getting with a person like you, because that's also what's important. If you have a very basic level uh, palate, then you, you will be naturally more intimidated by not just somebody who cooks different food, but people who eat different food. Right. You know, you're that person that every time you go out somewhere, you're looking for chicken. I used to be that person. So people, please don't take it personally. <laughs> I used to be that person. But it took, you know, being open um, to trying different things that I now, you know, have a, a plethora of things that I eat that, you know, wasn't introduced to me as a child. So Simply Thai is your favorite Thai restaurant. Um, I've never had Ethiopian food. I've had people tell me that it's really, really good. So what's your favorite Ethiopian restaurant? So there is an Ethiopian restaurant. Uh, if you're in St. Louis, uh, it is uh, South Grand. And I typically mess up the name, but I'm going to spell it after I mess up the name. <laughs> <laughs> so it must uh, mess Ket Rum. Ethiopian uh, restaurant. And I know I messed it up, but it's M E S K E R E M as in Mary. Okay. And Miss um, uh, Kep Rum or Kep Rum or something like that. I never know the how to pronounce it, but I know how to get there. So that's all that's. <laughs> <laughs> but that is my favorite restaurant. Actually, what, how I found out about the restaurant is I have a cousin, my cousin Denis. Um, we would go uh, have what we call uh, uh, cousin dates. And so like every other month, and this was before the pandemic, every other month or every three months, we would find a restaurant that we go through that would be a you know different um, cuisine. And that's where we would eat and we would play catch up and we would just talk about life and stuff like that. You know, so we would, were doing that and we end up going to the Ethiopian restaurant. We ain't been to another restaurant since. We, we just keep going back to that restaurant. The food is amazing and love the atmosphere. 
you know but that is it's on south grand yard and it's a great restaurant you know mm-hmm. and, and i learned how to pronounce it later but you know it's all good south grand yard. right i'm <laughs> sure e- either way look and if you go tell them boy boykin sent you <laughs> Right, right, right. The Exchange Podcast. You. Right. Let them know. Let them know. Now, you're not going to get any discounts or anything, but it's good for them to know. Right, right. I'm sure they would appreciate just knowing that there's somebody out there shouting them out. Right. So we got Ethiopian. We got Thai. What, what was your other favorite cuisine that you said? So Mexican and oh, also Mexican. Italian. Um, I don't have a, a particular restaurant uh, that I, um, my favorite uh, Mexican restaurant or oh, Italian restaurant. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm looking for that though. I'm looking for okay. one to call that. Uh, we used to go to a place called Acapulco, I believe that's the name. It was a Mexican restaurant on, uh, I believe it's on St. Charles Rock Road. Used to love going there for their Mexican food. But I need to check some other spots to see what will be considered my, my favorite Mexican uh, restaurant. I don't eat Italian that often because, you know, it's, it's fattening. Bottom line is, yeah. I mean, um, Italian food can be very fattening because of the pasta and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And one thing I won't eat, or want, what I won't order on the menu at a at a um, uh, Italian restaurant is the fettuccine. Mm. Okay. Because I make a great fettuccine. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be very upset if I buy their fettuccine and I feel like mine tastes better. Mm-hmm. So I would get something else there that I, you know, other than the fettuccine, uh, if I go to an Italian restaurant. Okay. 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 It's, it's, but, you know, it, it's cool to be open, uh, you know, and um, like you said, if, if you, when you have that conversation, you meet a woman who, who may be uh, intimidated by the food if you have evidence see the way i go wrong my food is online so of course they're gonna you know people research you before they really talk to you they find right. the instagram pages facebook this and that and then they see what i do now um what i have decided to do is not to cook for a woman early on um when i meet someone uh, because i actually want them to like me for me and my conversation and you know before they experience the food I don't right. want that to Look, be they, got to, they have to earn that Ladies, yes you have to earn the food yes yes the meal the entree yeah that that's love you got to uh, hey I, I feel you I my feel co- you my female cousins they told me you gotta stop cooking for these women boy uh-huh. <laughs> you know they told me that years ago so I had I had to stop you know because I, I was cooking for a lot of different people just cooking not necessarily on a date capacity but just cooking for people you know and uh, what what I ran into is that people were wanting to come get more and nobody nobody was offering to to help with the groceries with it right. <laughs> you know everybody just wanted to be fed you know mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't I just don't want to be that guy who that people want a free meal from you know especially on a dating capacity thing you know I don't want to be the person that they just say oh he can cook I know I can get some food for him let's hang out you know don't want to be that you know now if I am the one offering to do that you know myself and it's not expected of me then I'm okay with that because I'm bringing it up but when you're bringing it up all the time then that made me feel a certain comfort so I don't know. It's very interesting. I was just very curious to know, you know, I just was like, man, it's, it was really jacked up that um, 
that women, uh, in, not in, well, not in general, but a certain mindset of women out there who won't cook for a man who appears to cook better than them. And um, just, I want to just give a message to you all that if that's the case, if you run into that situation, you know, don't let that, don't give them a negative vibe that you won't do or try. I mean, unless you just can't cook at all. And that's why you're reason you're not gonna cook. And then, you know, ain't no argument there. You can't cook, you can't cook. But if you could cook, <laughs> right. you know, do the, the whole thing about the cooking is the uh, gesture behind the cooking. Yes. The fact that you would take the time to make whatever it is you make. It might, it might be the cheesecake, you know? It might be a dessert, babe. I just want to make these cookies. I hear, you know, people always love my cookies. I wanted to make, make you some cookies, mm-hmm. you know? And that kind of stuff is so cool because you feel like, man, you know, that person thought about you. You know, they took the time to make you something. They're not, you know, the guy's not, you know, expecting you to make stuff, you know, uh, or you could cool. I don't have to. You know, it's nothing like that. I mean, I don't even know. I couldn't even be in a situation where I just opt out to cooking altogether. I like it too much. I don't think I could do that. You know, I really don't. Yes, yes, yes. Keep in mind, it's everything is about partnership. And anybody that you're in a relationship with, you know, you should be there to to learn and become better. Correct. That is what, you know, people in general, you know, any relationship that you're in, friendship, romantic, we're here. That other person is there to, in some way, enhance you your life and your experiences so you know don't be intimidated join in throw your apron on and say well i can't cook but i can cut some peppers <laughs> right. and, and, and if you happen to be dating me or trying to date me i got an apron that says be poetic you can wear my apron and you learn how to make some dishes there you go that's what's so up so y'all heard them ladies that's right that's right bam <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I we pre, I appreciate this conversation. Just wanted to have a, a fun conversation yeah. about you know the whole dating world because you know it, it is a conversation that comes up about the whole cooking thing or whatever. Because I know if you're dealing with me, that's definitely gonna come up in terms of food. So, um, I know a lot of brothers that cook, and a lot of brothers who uh, I like what you said about the the uh, going being open to try different meals because you may not have a. A, a, a mate or you might not meet that man that knows how to cook but his palate may be advanced yep. you know and he may like to go to these different and only get chicken wings wherever you go you know that that's gonna get old for someone with a, a, a pretty nice palate you know for me if you're only opting out for a burger and fries every time we go somewhere I, I know at some point I'll be looking at my nose gonna be turned up at, at your place <laughs> yep yep <laughs> You ain't the one. <laughs> I'm like, come on, babe, another burger. <laughs> you know? So um, I know for me, uh, definitely um, someone to have a similar palate or at least open minded to trying different foods for me is, is a is a is a major thing for me because uh, food is a great conversation too, but it's also uh, a great way of expressing love and experience things together because you try different cultures, you try different things, things that, because I didn't grow up on all this stuff that I'm trying now. I grew up straight Southern, you know, soul food cooking. That's what I grew up on. You know, I know what that tastes like. I want to try some of this other stuff. That's right. <laughs> you know? Right. That's right. 
All right. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening to uh, our show, checking us out at the Exchange yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Uh, you, you have any any uh, closing um, words before we close out? Uh, besides the fact, I hope everybody had as much fun uh, listening to us as we did recording this. This this was fun, and <laughs> and and it's still related to love and relationships. You know, you don't think about these kind of issues being relationship issues but they are something as simple as food is still tied to us being able to connect in love so i hope that you know everybody out there has a good time thinking about and being willing to uh enjoy food and enjoy people who enjoy food (laughs) correct 100 percent y'all so, yo, y'all be kind, be respectful, have fun, and learn something amazing, like cooking and trying other food. Just learn something amazing, and we'll check you out on our next podcast. Peace. Absolutely. Peace.